This podcast is brought to you by Touch a Life. Welcome to the Woman and Money Empowerment Show. My name is Yulin Lee, and I am your host. In these episodes, you will hear my heart-to-heart conversations with women from all walks of life, sharing their wisdom and their journey to success. I hope through these stories, you will find inspirations and affirmation that ordinary people like you and me, we can achieve extraordinary results and live an extraordinary life. Now, let's dive into today's show. Welcome, welcome, Maria. I am so excited to have you on my show. Thanks for having me, Yulin. I've been really looking forward to having this conversation, actually. <laughs> yeah, me too, me too. And you know, the, the reason I, I was so excited to have you uh, here having this fireside chat is because of the various ex- background experiences you've had, your business uh, strategies, your funding strategies, your speaker, your executive producer, you're a consummate deal maker, and you are an author of an upcoming book called Love Yourself Rich. And by the way, I love the title. I wish I had thought about that for the book that I published last year. <laughs> but I am so looking forward to, you know, to read your book. Um, so that's why I'm so excited to have you on, on, on this show, because I think what you have accomplished in your life uh, through the many paths that you've kind of embarked on, uh, that can be a real good inspiration for others who may have these dreams in their head but just afraid to take actions or not knowing how to take actions and so i i would love for you to uh you know share your words of wisdom and and your life journey so before we get dive into the specifics maybe you can you know beyond the titles that i've just introduced uh, just tell our audience who is maria yeah <laughs> well um i have to tell you well, right now, in this in this time and space, this is my legacy work. So um, I'm I'm going to go back to the beginning a little bit because this this has been quite a journey, and and I have to yeah. give you some context. So I had a very successful career in the corporate sector. I was started out as a pharmacist, worked in in hot, very high critical care areas of hospitals. Went into home health, uh, kind of a pioneer in home health, and really just lo- love that. Co-authored. Uh, pharmacy statutes in the state of Arizona and negotiated large deals with insurance carriers and took care of patients and really had quite a bit of success. And it went, But I did have an entrepreneurial uh, spark in me. And so at one point, in fact, I was going for my MBA studies and uh, I was part of a, we were doing a study group and I was kind of a, a challenge to start a business. We were supposed to do an anatomy of a business as a final project. And I said, you know mm-hmm. what, I'm just going to start a business and you guys can can uh, you know we can we can dissect mine, and so so even though I had a full time job, I was going to school for my MBA. I decided to start uh, a, a retail business, and I brought in a partner, and, and I had a whole support team. And so in because I had had success in the corporate sector, I just naturally thought that would translate into my entrepreneurial, my new entrepreneurial journey. And it was really funny because, and I was very uh, almost arrogant about it. I didn't realize, though, starting a new business, what a big sucky noise a new business makes, right? You have to feed it. Yeah, it needs capital. (laughs) And so working in the corporate sector, I always had a budget. I had team around me. So it was very confronting. The whole money conversation became very confronting. Mm. And and I it started bringing up my issues with money, which I never knew I had issues with money because I was always successful. I always made money. 
But I realized, wow, I have like a really poor relationship with money. And, and it goes back to even when I was growing up and there was always, money was always used as like a power, you know, there's always a power struggle around money in my mm-hmm. family. And so there was a whole conversation too about deserving of it. So here I am, you know, starting this business and I'm throwing all my own resources into it, which I think most entrepreneurs do to the point of I'm almost becoming bankrupt. I had tapped into my retirement plan. I was, you know, using all my credit cards. I mean, I didn't know how to raise money. I didn't, I didn't, uh, subconsciously, I felt like I probably didn't even deserve to ask people about money. And so I was trying to do it all on myself. And so it was very scary and exciting at the same time. And I, I grew the business very quickly and sold it as quickly as I could. Cause that was, that was, uh, even though we were successful, I, you know, it was the whole capital part, we're running out of capital. And so um, sold it at a profit. And then I realized, wow, that was exciting and scary, but I have to get my act together regarding money. And so I went, I started moving into that place of really understanding not only, you know, how to have a better relationship with money, but also how to fund a business, how to capitalize a business and, and how to, um, you know, how to move projects forward in, in a, a, a better, more abundant way. And so over the years, I really started uh, I, I came to grow and love and appreciate money. And to me, I love money. I love the energy of money. It, to me, it's a very spiritual energy. I love to see it uh, circulate into its highest and best use. And so I became very good at not only funding my businesses, but making money and understanding how to do all that. And so that was very exciting. And also, you know, different ways of capitalizing your business. Because once you start loving money and then you know you're deserving of it and you're, you become more confident around money, then it's not an issue funding your business. And so if you have a, you know, if you have a good idea, you have the resources to make it happen, you should be unstoppable. And, but what I see is a lot of, a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, there's a lot of sabotage going on with the entrepreneurs, especially as it relates, you know, to money. And so there's a, there's a fear of success, fear of failure, right? So that's, so we're seeing that a lot. I I was witnessing that a lot, even with the people I was helping in Mm -hmm. my mind, and over the years, I you know had businesses, I sold my business, but I, I got more excited about helping others. So I became more of a, a consultant and a, and a coach, more of a consultant, because I would step in and do things with people. I've raised tens of millions of dollars over the years, not just for myself, but for other people. And so I, I could see the possibilities with people. I knew how to get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no doubt in my mind. You know, if I was helping somebody, I could see the, the light. I always noticed there was different times where they could trip themselves up. And uh, so that was very fascinating to me. So here I am, you know, this, I partnered uh, with Chad as my business partner, my life partner, and Mm -hmm. we've been together for 10 years. And a few years ago, we said, you know what, what's like our legacy work? What do we, what do we want to be doing Mm -hmm. right now? And we realized we really do want to support the creators and the innovators who Mm -hmm. are solving the most pressing problems right now on the planet. Mm -hmm. But in order to be successful, we needed to bring, we knew we needed to bring the money to the table. Right, <laughs> and right. so, you know, it had to be like the bank for transformation. And not just that is, uh, so it's, you know, supporting the creators and innovators and bringing the money to the table, but also bringing other resources. So creating an incubator environment for them. So we, we have uh, resource, I mean, they, they may be the creators and the innovators, but they don't necessarily you know, don't have all the resources to be successful in business. So we want to support them with that. So, so I think it's, it's just uh, fascinating to me. Money is uh, uh, to go into business, any entrepreneur. I think that 
is a very uh, it's very confronting to mm-hmm. do that, and so it really you know it, you you have to understand um, all your stuff is going to be brought up, right? So you know we we all our fear, all our deserve, all our you know thoughts of deserving and and all of that fear of rejection and uh, all that gets. Um, you know, gets brought up. So it's a wonderful opportunity for you, for all of us, as we step into business, uh, you know, entrepreneurial endeavors to really learn and grow from that. And so it's really important to appreciate the journey. So what I'm doing now is I'm, you know, we we have, we've been building this uh, a very substantial fund um, using a very disruptive methodology. But through the core over the last several years, I've started multiple businesses. So we have a very successful tiny home business, uh, we have uh, a collection of media shows and things that we produced, and uh, it, it just goes on and on. And so that's what's happening right now. We're building a fund, we're investing in others, and we're creating other entities that will support, um, you know, really solving problems. We we do we work in the domain of a very high impact, social impact. So mm-hmm. everything we do is about serving a purpose and also creating uh, profit. So it's profit and impact as well. But I, I, yeah, so so, but it always what wasn't always like that. I mean, that's how I started was such a pure confrontation <laughs> of my, you know, feelings of inadequacy and deserving, and, you know, not understanding money and and just really, uh, it's been an incredible journey. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for for sharing that. And I again, you know, I didn't even know that you start out in the uh, in as a pharmacist. You know, I mean, yeah. that in itself is another whole. Um, you know, yes. whole life, right? Um, but it, it sounds like you were very quick to get out of whatever money stories you had. Um, you know, quick in in the sense that you know, recognizing these are my challenges, and and I need to step out of that in order to for me to move forward. Um, and I think that 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 change, that shift, is is very crucial for everyone um, because. For me, you know, being a money coach, I, I do see a lot of women, you know, who uh, who have challenges, just their relationship with money and whether it's not uh, feeling deserving or, you know, sense of shame and guilt and whatever. Right. Um, it's so complex. And and I find that for, you know, some people, it is so hard to get out of that. It's so deep rooted. So what what was it that that you've, you know, looking back? that help you get out of that space into us. And, and I, and I love to, and I love hearing, you know, what you ended up doing is I recognize this is what I need to work on to be better at so I can do all the other things. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, versus, you know, people who, you know, the ones that I support and I see is that they tend to be stuck in this place and having a hard time to get out of it. So I, I would love to hear how, you know, what, what were the key things that help you actually get out of it and then move into a completely different mindset of, I actually need to master this area of life. And I remember you, you said something, uh, you know, when we had a call earlier and you said, I chose to master. And I thought that was so powerful. So maybe you can just share some of that, how you make that shift. Well, this was a years long journey. So it's always a work in progress and I'm still happening. I mean, that our you know, even even right now, we probably this year will have about a hundred million in working capital uh, under management. You know, mm-hmm. in our fund, and our goal is to have a billion dollars, and that's a huge energy. 
be mm-hmm. carry. So I had to even, you know, expand to receive that. But in my book, Love Yourself Rich, the love, and that was the key, is the love is really setting up the container for love, not just to love others, but really loving yourself. I had to forgive myself for, you know, if you're going to go forward and take chances and take risks and do and innovate and do different things and go for your dreams, you're going to have to give yourself a break. So mm-hmm. you have to, you know, for me, I started just forgiving myself. I started, uh, you know, I gave myself permission to make mistakes or have learning lessons because really there's no, I mean, think about it. You know, we, we, we make a mistake or we do things or things didn't work out or whatever. And we carry all this blame and shame. It's like this bag of rocks, you know, that we're carrying right. around with us. And it slows us down. It truly slows us down. Mm-hmm. And I had to say, you know what? I just had to let that go. So I think, I think probably the biggest thing for me uh when i've had the breakthroughs and i took you know i would uh, then i would take a quantum leap was the times when i just just said it's okay you know you do the best i'm doing the best that i can i always you know i I knew that i was always coming from a place of of honesty and integrity i always wanted to do the right thing right so no matter what i always do the right thing so if anything happened and there was a mistake or like i would you know i would have a windfall like i would sell a business this is early on I sold the business and I had a windfall of money. And, you know, so here I am, I'm, I'm achieving this. I'm creating success. I'm making money. And then it would go away. Like mm-hmm. something would happen. I would make a bad investment that I knew better. Right. Or, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. I said, and that was, see, that was a subconscious, you know, uh, right. unconscious sabotage. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I had to like, Oh, okay. How can I not do that? So, you know, it's always a learning thing, but I think the whole love part. So that means you have to, you know, allow yourself to make mistakes. You have, you know, mess up. I still mess up every day. There's always something I can do better. Oh, we're not going to do that again. <laughs> we're right. going to do this. So it's con- constantly course correcting without attachment, right? Yeah. So that's, yeah. if you could let go of the blame, the shame, the judgment, you could forgive yourself always. Just let yourself do, you know, whatever. You're going to move faster through making decisions. You're not going to do things that are obligating. You're going to do things that are serving you. Mm-hmm. you know, serving others, but make you feel joy and not so much like, oh, I have to do this. this is what people are telling me to do. I'm obligated to do certain things or not follow your heart. I mean, there's a lot of people doing, you know, doing things. Uh, I, I know that they think they should be doing, but it's not at their highest good. I had a conversation with someone recently and we were talking about this and she she's having trouble breaking through a uh, um, her yearly income. And she really should be, she's brilliant and she's talented. And I know her, I've known her for many years and she really should be in another place. So she's, but she's having trouble breaking through. Uh, it's a six figure place and, um, and she works really hard, but she told me, uh, you know, earlier, like the, that year she had had an illness and she, she had to stop working and, uh, she was taken care of financially for, for that period, but she loved the freedom that she had. She loved that she could slow down. It made her, it brought her so much joy. Like her life became easier during Mm -hmm. that period when she was recuperating and she felt, she felt so good about it. So here she is now, like she didn't, she's not letting herself have that again. She jumped Mm -hmm. back into working hard in her business and she's wondering why she's not, not making a go of it. And I told her, I said, because you, you experienced ease right ease and flow and you were still taken care of financially why can't you let yourself have that all the time like love yourself a little more say no that's what i love 
My, I love having ease in my life. Yeah. Like stop programming. I got to work hard. If you keep saying, oh, I got to work hard. I have to do this. You're going to have to work hard. Just yeah. pro program something different. Program ease. Like right. when something sparks joy, when you are happy doing something like, oh, I want more of that. Right. Don't negate right. that and go opt for working harder, you know, stuff like that. So we have to, and so that's huge. I think allowing ourselves, you know, to just love ourselves more. I'll, I'll give you an example. This is what people do all the time. I've got to get this done, right? I have, this has to get done in my business. Uh, and so maybe you think you don't have the money to hire people or whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm going to just go do this because it has to get done. So we start wearing a lot of different hats in our business. We start like we're martyring ourselves. I'm, I'm, I'm an Italian Catholic, right? <laughs> so we do a lot of martyrs and all that. Anyway, we're martyring ourselves. We're, we're, we're uh, you know, we're giving our life to our business and it's wearing us down. But that's what you're, you're telling the universe, hey, I've got to do this. Like, no, there's nobody there to help me. So the universe abhors a void. So if you just stop for a moment and just have some space and say, wait, I'm not good at this. If you're doing jobs in your business that you would get fired from, from someplace else, you should stop and just say, wait, there's got to be somebody better. You know, there's more knowledgeable that can do this. And just allow for the universe, for God, for whoever, to bring people to you. Because the universe abhors a void. If you step out of that, I got to do it all myself and just say, I'm here. I, I'm ready to be supported, right? I deserve it. I'm ready to be supported. Guess what? The right people are going to show up. There's going to be financial resources. Like everything starts showing up, but we don't allow ourselves that space. Yeah. So yeah. those are some of the key, I think, you know, loving, giving yourself a break, loving yourself. You know, giving yourself permission to mess up, which is only, that's just evolution. That's innovation. You got to make, you have to see what's going to work. That's not failure. Right. Uh, and once you, once I started having that in my life, then I had like amazing quantum leaps. And when I say quantum leaps, I mean like compounding money, mm -hmm. you know, happening. I meant having more ease and, mm -hmm. and flow. I mean, like having people, magnificent people show up on my life that are helping me, you know, that take action. And that's mm -hmm. why I can have very successful, mul we have multiple businesses that are very successful right now. I mean, one of our, you know, in our tiny home business, I mean, we just started that less than two years ago and mm -hmm. we are now ramping up to about six million a month in mm -hmm. revenue. And that's, that's substantial. And yeah. I'm not out there building the houses. You know, I have a magnificent team and partners and we put this all together and we all, you know, join forces. But that's a pretty substantial, um, you know, th there's a lot of energy <laughs> there. Yeah. A very successful. That's great. Energy. Yeah, that's great that, that you brought in, you know, about, you know, the love. The, the, and, and I think that's a, such a huge thing, especially when we're talking about money, because people don't necessarily equate money with love. You know, money is often equating with power or evil or all of that. But but in actually, I think at the core, uh, and this is what I talk to my clients about too, is that, you know, the work that we do together around money and finance, at the end of the day, it's really a work of self-love. That if we love ourselves enough and that we respect ourselves enough, then we will do whatever we can to have that financial independence for ourselves. 
And when I talk about financial independence, it's not just in the monetary sense, but also、uh, as an individual, as women, that we don't have to rely on men to support us financially. You know, as, if we look at ourselves, if we respect ourselves enough as an individual, you know, without the hat of whether I'm a man or woman, then we should all be able to support ourselves in this world. And however, you know, that might look like, and so that shift, that mindset shift, of think of money as a way to love myself, and and I think that's that that's brilliant, and I that's totally we're on the same wavelength on that. Yeah, I mean,、uh, we had uh, it's really、uh, to get, share an example exactly what you're saying. So I love money, and and I think everyone, I invite everyone to love money and love money. Not I don't I don't covet money. It's not that. It's the energy of it. Because like I said, I I'm a I I don't consider myself. And I think this is where people have trouble、um, receiving it, especially if you're doing like very purposeful work. If you're a service provider or a healer or whatever, there's a you know there's there is that disconnect. I and this can shift. Actually, this will shift、uh, you know relationship with money. Is I consider myself a steward of money. So you know I allow money to flow in. But it's it's about putting it into circulation. So right,、mm-hmm. so I'm creating prosperity for my team members. I'm helping my community. I'm not accumulating the、mm-hmm. money. And like even building a billion dollar fund, I, I can't. There's not. I, I can't even spend that for myself, right?、Mm-hmm. But I'm excited about the purpose of it.、Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. You give money a purpose. You know, I want to help、yeah. the community. We create prosperity for our team members. We're building solutions, and so like there's purpose, right, for the money. But、um, so that's when I say I love money. I love the you know the what I do, and then because of that, I take care of my money, right? So we look at it, we manage it, you know. We we can we some people are f- afraid to even look at their finances. So I talk to people about money. I allow people to help me. I bring people in to help, and、mm-hmm. uh, and so that's and you can and Ken Honda, who wrote Happy Money, is a dear、mm-hmm. friend of ours. It's a brilliant book. I invite everyone to check it out. Uh, Ken Honda. And one time, one day, we were with、uh, Ken, and he said, "Maria loves money, you know." And, and we, and you want to have happy money. And he said to、uh, Chad, "He said, Chad, I think you're a little indifferent with money." And Chad acknowledged that, yeah, yeah, possibly, because Chad doesn't hasn't always looked at money the same way I did. He wants to do good in the world, but I, I, my energy has always been around, okay, the money and, and all that. And I, you know, I, I like to look at that, and, and it's fun for me. And so, so Chad was acknowledging, yeah, I, I could be indifferent to money. He goes, he goes. So how would he goes?、Uh, Ken said, so Chad, how would Maria feel if you said, you know, I'm indifferent to you?、Mm. How would she treat you?、Mm. You know. So that's what you do with money. Yeah. If you're not loving your money, if you're indifferent to money, how do you think it's going to treat you? Yeah, <laughs> Is it、exactly. going to stick around? Right. right? So I was like. That was like such a, an awareness for him, and he、yeah. just shifted after that.、Right. So I invite everyone to look at that. Like your、right. relationship with money, you know, that's huge. It's not separate. You you really want to、uh, get whole with that.、Mm. And so、uh, you know, even I tell people, Mother Teresa was one of the richest people on the planet, as far as I'm concerned. She brought in a bi- over a billion dollars,、mm-hmm. uh, you know, in money from contribution. But see, it was for the charity. It wasn't for her. But、right. when you look at what she produced, that was, you know, she was she was a very, you know, wealthy woman, quote unquote. I mean, she's to me, she was very rich because she was able to do that. So,、yeah. I mean, but Mother Teresa had such high purpose that we can't 
difficult. And the, the, whatever you think of her, I mean, she did do that. And so it's just, you know, something to look at. So, yeah, when you say money is evil, no, it, you know, it's what people do with that. But uh, right. Right. it's not the money. Right. <laughs> money will give money is an energy. It's going to whatever you focus and attention you give it. It will become that. So right, right, right. Thank you. So um, there are a few things that you mentioned, and I want to kind of dive into a little bit deeper. One is uh, you mentioned that you've done lots of funding, you know, raising money for different, you know, projects and purposes. And so for people who may want to、uh, want to get into kind of the funding world or the work of you know fundraising, what are the He like say top, I don't know one to three things、um, in raising funds. You know to be successful in raising funds. Wow. Well, you know it's not so much that people would want to get into it. It's kind of a means to an end. We're we're different. We're an anomaly. But most of the time, like for instance, for a tiny home company, we funded、uh, the growth of our company, and now it's growing. The demand is、uh, outpacing. Our ability to、um, you know keep up with with the growth.、Uh, so we are doing a small raise.、Uh, we're we're doing a five million dollar raise, and we've had quite a few investors come in, and and so Chad and I are taking over that portion of of the、uh, you know supporting the, the company, bringing the funding. So so the question you're asking is you're wondering how people can raise money for their projects or、mm-hmm. yeah、um, okay yeah. yeah so so you want to.、Um, And there's plenty of money out there, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs hesitate. They try to grow organically, or they sacrifice their own resources. So I would recommend that you don't do that. You should protect your own personal financial integrity. Do your best to maintain good credit, no matter what. Don't sacrifice your own pers all your personal resources for your business because you want to leverage that. But I think I think what's really important is if you're going to raise money、uh, for your business, you there are multiple. There are multiple ways of doing that. Now, for instance, I have.、Uh, in fact, I we do this all day long. We help people、uh, with financing for their business. We have access to ESG financing, which are ten-year lines of credit. So this is debt financing, which is very、uh, with competitive rates, and I think that's a great way to do, go. So, or you can do an equity, or there's some other things. So first and foremost, you have to understand. Where your business is going, so you want to create some milestones. So if you're going to raise money, you have to understand where will money take you, and it should be attached to revenue, right? So you have to understand where your business is going. What kind of、uh, revenue goals do you have, or what's what's potential?、Um, also, you have to understand there has to be an exit for the money. You're going to raise money, like for instance,、um, and I'll just use my tiny home business because it's really straightforward. This is what what I do. It's very aligned. So. We do not have to raise money if we keep on a growth trajectory. We we're we're、uh, getting stronger and we're like doubling our income every year. However, we wanted to take a big quantum leap, so we we're moving. We just moved into a sixty-eight thousand square foot facility.、Um, we want to go from ten homes a month to forty、uh, homes a month, which we're ramping up to, which represents six million dollars a month in revenue. That's a big leap, but in order to do that kind of growth. We needed operational cap,、uh, capital, so that's how we determined five million dollars will take us to six million dollars a month. That's a very clear investment. Like that's how we we're going to go grow faster. So you have to understand where money will take you. Okay, that's really important. And then 
to raise the money, we had to understand how we can pay back our investors. Mm -hmm. So you want to have a clear understanding of what the ROI is of whatever money you bring in. So once you understand how much money you need in your business, where it's going to take you, now you can decide what is the best strategy to use. Are you going to bring in debt? Can you manage debt? Like we can manage debt. Or are you going to bring in equity? Where Equity means uh, it's actually more expensive money, but you have people that invest and they get a little piece of your company and their money is tied to your company. So if you succeed, everyone gets a payout whenever, whenever you have an exit. If you fail, the money, you know, if you decide it's not happening, the money stays with the business. So, so that's, that's initially you have to uh, make that. I think at the very least, make those determinations. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next thing that's really important is you have to build a team of people that have gotten where you want to go. And mm-hmm. so, uh, and this is what I do all the time. I have a, uh, an impact mastermind group and I, people work with us uh, and this is where we help them innovate and uh, disrupt and, you know, uh, make these decisions. Most people are, don't have access, you know, to this kind of knowing <laughs> about, you know, th- their business. Uh, I mean, I don't build, I don't just do sales and marketing and build funnels and all that. I mean, there's other aspects of your business that uh, you should know. And, uh, and this is, uh, this is where I help people, you know, really understanding how to flow money through your business. So, so I, does that answer your question? Yeah. Yeah. No, this is great. Cause it it sounds like, um, you know, I I think you're making that distinction about, you know, there are certain people who have expertise in like building funnels and marketing and, and all of that. And then there's, uh, Whereas your expertise is more on the strategic strategic side in growing your business, and and uh, you know parts of that is about being very clear what your objectives are. You know when you say you know understand yeah. where this money going to take you, um, and that's really about being very clear of what your objectives are. And then I think what you also said is about having a clear exit strategy. I, I think that's the piece maybe. Some of the people who are maybe uh, you know entering this business business uh, may not think about right you know a lot of times you know beginners exactly. they think about building business but then they don't think about the exit strategy which is very very important um, when it comes to investing and and funding and which yeah. is kind of the, the same and you know there's plenty of money out there and I I always say the money hasn't regardless of what you've heard or think the money hasn't left the planet there's plenty of money. There's a lot of different ways to finance your business. I help people get plugged into that. Um, so when you, you know, as you're growing and you're reaching a point where your demand is exceeding your capacity or, mm-hmm. um, you know, you just would like to, a faster growth, which means maybe acquire another company or, you know, whatever that looks like to you, just know there's plenty of money out there. And so the, the clear, the more clear you are on the purpose for the money and where it's going to take you, Money will find you. It's uh, there really is a lot of money. It's just what's missing is good deal flow, I think. And I think uh, people, a lot of people, I find that a lot of people don't think about it. Like they don't even think about financing their business, and they just continue to struggle right. without money. Right. Like so, why are you struggling? <laughs> right, right, right. And so if we were to mimic your model um, and what you just described, you know, with your tiny home business. Um, but if we try to mimic that for a solopreneur, you know, small business owner, and like you said, so far they've only been really tapping into their own financial resources, 
to build their business to a certain level. And then now they're at a place where, you know, ideally in their mind, they want to quadruple or, you know, whatever to take that next big leap. Um, in those cases, they probably, I mean, just in the in a traditional systemic way, um, it's probably harder for them to find invest, investors per se, right? You know, for a small, let's just say for for my coaching business, right? Because there's a lot of coaches yeah, yeah. out there. Um, if I want to take my business like fivefold next year, and I, I require a certain amount of money, um, do, would you suggest to uh, go the route of maybe going to a bank and get a banking loan, you know, a business loan, or are there paths for equity investors as well? What 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 has been your experience? So okay, so real quick, yeah, different. So let's do a coaching business, right? So it's not about. I need the money. I would focus on the plan. Like, what is it going to take to five X your business? So, for instance, um, you know, maybe, maybe uh, not just you. I'm just saying. So, somebody doing really well, like they, they have, they have their system, they have their process. Uh, maybe they're doing a very comfortable six figures, and they want to scale it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, what is it? What is it going to take to go? Let's say a million dollars a year. Right. What do you need to create a million dollars in revenue? You're going to need a bigger team, so you're going to have some more salaries to pay. You can't do it all yourself. Mm -hmm. You're going to need uh, uh, more marketing support. Mm -hmm. So, say you you do you know you're doing like Facebook ads, or you're doing some advertising, and it's working. Now, mm -hmm. okay, what if we scale that up, right? What if we, you know, we're about to enter. We have a big launch happening, and um, we're you know we have a I think our mark our advertising budget is about a quarter million dollars. Mm -hmm. But that quarter million dollar advertising is going to get us to like tens of millions of dollars. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. what is it going to take for you to get to that million dollar mark? That's what you have to figure out. Mm -hmm. And then when you when you get that, uh, so you want to have six months of operating capital. Uh, you want to be able to pay salaries, do advertising, figure out that budget. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's what you need to figure out. Mm -hmm. So put a plan together of this is what we're going to do to get to a million dollars. These are the people that we need to hire. And this is this is how much it's going to cost. And there's lots of spreadsheets and templates to focus in. Now, once you figure out, so say it's going to take $150,000 to get to a million dollars in income. Do you think that's worth it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the, so yeah. my question even if it's a quarter, is... Even if it's a quarter... Well, just follow me. So even if it's like... It, so it's going to take... You figured out it's going to take a quarter million dollars to take you to a uh, million dollars in the next like eight months. Mm -hmm. um, that That's worth it to me, right? That's like right. a 4x return. Now, what we need... Then after that, you figure out, okay, what's the best... What is the best money? So at that point, um, I would go to friend, uh, do a friends and family round and do basic, you know, you could do basic promissory notes. So you could, you could go to people to invest in you for maybe three years at a time and you offer them interest. Very mm -hmm. simple. You could do that. Um, mm -hmm. That's really common. I highly recommend it. Even people, and I show people how to do this in their networks because people have been watching you do your thing. Mm -hmm. And if they like what you do, if you've impacted their life and they see that you're just going to scale, I, that's a good investment, I think. Mm -hmm. So a simple way to do that is you can go uh, very quickly. You don't have to give equity away, or mm -hmm. maybe you do, but you, you can do a friends and family and just uh, do some debt, you know, a financing where you're offering them personal promissory notes. Um, mm -hmm. You, you want to start building business credit. 
um, which uh, business credit separates your business from you personally. So right. you have a FICO score, your business has a Paydex score. So then you can start accessing lines of credit. I was able to access, you know, about a hundred thousand dollars in credit cards for mm -hmm. the businesses. So we did. So not only did we put some money in, we access uh, a line of credit from another company, and then I was able to get uh, business credit uh, cre credit cards, uh, which helped with cash flow. And that's how we we took using that. We went to uh, about two million in mm -hmm. revenue. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's a once you understand the amount of money that you need and when you're going to hit those revenue milestones now you can start thinking about okay what's the best form of money i would tr for for a business where you're already in revenue and you're just increasing your revenue i would try to manage debt as much as possible because that keeps you that allows you to build value in the company without giving too much away later on once you hit that million dollar mark and now you want to go to the next level then you may consider equity but once you once you do that um, you're not giving as much away because you build more value. So does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And this is great. You know, I'm so, so appreciative of you sharing that because I think uh, this really helps uh, a lot of the small business owners, which, you know, is, is a good portion of, you know, my clientele is to help them open up the idea of, of you know, financing, you know, which is something that, that they don't necessarily think of or, um just know how to do so so this is a great yeah. and there's you know the sba financing is great if you're already in business you can tap into sba financing they're yeah. not great you have to be at a certain place uh, right. you can do that it's a slower process but i would you know I very quickly i would ha i would encourage businesses you know to look into that process it takes it takes a while i mm -hmm. have um i have financing resources uh um you know in the millions uh, and, and it's actually, uh, it takes about 60 days, but it's really, you know, we, we've gotten term sheets in the last few months for over a hundred million dollars from different mm -hmm. businesses. So we we're helping a lot of people with our financing. It's more ESG. So, mm -hmm. which means it's more connected to look, if you're doing something that's higher purpose, I have money for you. <laughs> and right. uh, so that's a great, I'm a great resource. And there's other, there's other lending hubs out there where you can access like 50,000 at a time, 10,000. 20,000. But once you know where you're going, right. now it's easy to plug in different financing resources. Right. And, and so. I think the main message here is what you said earlier, and that is there are money out there, right? And that's the concept and that's the the idea that we want people to, to really kind of get into their, you know, kind of really get that concept and not, and not be held back by the feeling of lack of money. Yeah, it's it's a and a lot. I hear this a lot. You know, people people resist doing the things that they could be doing to expand, you know, dramatically their business. And the excuse is I can't afford it, right? Or well, you know, and that, yeah. and that happens a lot. Um, and then and then I think, like, yeah, and I think you know I can't afford it is is one thing. The other thing that I hear a lot, you know, just on the same same thread, is I hate debt. I don't ever want to get into debt. And 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 then to to the extreme of you know I want to pay my mortgage off completely right and and I you know as a money coach that is not my model and that is not my philosophy right because when you're saying that it's still coming from the place of fear but if you really master like you said you know if if I really chose to master my money then we use debt as a tool to help us grow and do other bigger things so so right. yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, debt could be a very useful tool. Uh, you know, as long as I mean, you don't want to incur like high finance charges on a credit card to buy um, something that's not going to be an appreciating asset. You know, if you just go use a, a credit card to buy something that is just a thing, right? That's not a, that's not a good use of debt. Uh, but if you're using it to enhance your life or it's an appreciating asset or especially when it comes to your business, when there's a, you know, you're, it's going to take you to another level of income, uh, that, yeah, that is a good use of debt. Yeah. We do that a lot. We leverage. Right. Right. And it, it, it becomes a financial instrument as opposed to, and, and I think, again, this is where people, um, unknowingly attach their emotional, uh, feelings around consumer debt to you know this debt in business and and building wealth so so i'm i'm so happy that we're having this conversation and i and i hope everyone who's listening to this uh will get something out of this conversation so and then uh, another thing you mentioned earlier about your legacy and you know the, the the projects you're doing with tiny homes as part of your legacy i'm curious what were some of the criterias for you to decide and you and Chad say, hey, now it's time for us to do some legacy work. What was it that helped you decide this is the time now for legacy work? I'm just curious. Well, because um, I think just, uh, you know, I was really clear, um, like making money for the sake of money is just, that's boring to me. That doesn't like juice me, you know, like I, I, I want to have, I have a th- thrilling life right now thrilling in a sense that everything i'm doing i'm passionate about i'm purpose on purpose we travel a lot we're we have amazing relationships and so when we came together i think we were both um you know we there were remnants of things that we were doing that wasn't thrilling us and you know one day years ago this is a long time ago we said you know what okay let's let's really commit to doing things that are really high purpose that are going to change the world we want to raise consciousness on the planet we want to uh you know help solve problems we look at the problems in fact we're plugged into the you know united nations uh sdgs the 17 sustainable development goals Mm -hmm. so we looked at all those problems that on the planet that need solving and so we're we're choosing ones to plug into Mm -hmm. so so we use ourselves as an instrument of that so um, we look at problems we want to be part of, but not just that. We now we know we can bring the money to the table. We bring the resources. Like we don't just talk about it. We're not activists in a sense that we're like, you know, we're, we're being very vocal and, and causing a change. We're actually doing it. We will build. There's an affordable housing crisis. There's a deficit of seven million units. So we built a company that will alleviate that problem and homelessness. Like so. So yes. So we're building. Then moves capital as a, a social impact fund, specifically to alleviate problem like raise consciousness on the planet and support the creators who are, are you know have the solutions out there. That's very purposeful for right. us, and it makes us you know very happy. And that's all I want to be. I, I just want to be in a place of constant satisfaction, happiness, joy, <laughs> having a thrilling life. And yeah. this to me, this this really so that to me that's yeah that's our legacy. That's, We're not doing beautiful. things that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not doing things that just for the sake of making money and, um, you know, just, uh, yeah. So that's that's why we're like, that's our commitment. Great, great. Thank you. And, and you know, the, the reason I ask too is, is all, again, going back to 
I, I hear people say, and sometimes, you know, I, I do it too, that we have these goals, you know, this, you know, I, I want to create this legacy and that legacy. Um, but at the same time, um, you know, we may not feel ready. Oh, when I make this much money or when I get to this place, I will do this legacy work. And so that's why I, I was curious in your journey and to help inspire others to, you know, to, to decide what is the right time for them to embark on their journey of creating legacy work. And it sounds that's, like for you, you know, you have the financial means, but also at the same time, what was really driving it is is your internal drive, your internal desire to to do something meaningful, right? To, to, to well, you know, um, but that's an excellent question. And, and I've been teaching this for many years. For, I've been showing people how to use their business as a force for good. And mm-hmm. so the, the chat, you're right. The challenge with a lot of businesses is they say, you know, when I make this much money, I'll donate, I'll do things. If you make that decision early on, and by the way, we, we made the decision before, you know, we hadn't created, uh, we didn't have like a substantial buffer mm-hmm. when we did that. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, we had, <laughs> ironically, uh, you know, we stuff happens to us just like everyone else. And somebody had stolen uh, we had a, a, a nefarious group steal a lot of money from us, oh, like, no. a, you know, really, like, really, oh my gosh. And we worked with law enforcement. Uh, mm. It was pretty, pretty substantial. And it was a, it was a really big deal. It was a huge blow to us. And trust me, there have been many days, you know, I've been under the sheets in a fetal position, like, oh my God, you know, what are we going to do? So, so what I'm saying is the decision was made and I encourage every business owner to make that decision. I'm going to do my legacy work now. I'm going to I'm going to use my business as a force for good. I'm going to use my life as a force for good. And so, and by the way, we work with law enforcement. We put several people in prison, so we're moved on from that. But that, but the thing is, we had already made the commitment, right? Mm-hmm. So, but we sit, in making the commitment, you learn how to have impact in your business very quickly on multiple levels. You want to have impact on your team. You impact your community and all that. And just in making the decision. It attracts money. It attracts investors who love yeah. that you're on purpose, right? right? It attracts people who want to work with you. It it opens doors. Like people don't understand if you don't wait, if you just right. make the commitment and right. start doing some having very high purpose. Yeah, that's do, beautiful. Make sure you. Yeah, it brings it brings the 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 money has come a lot faster to us uh, in so right. many ways. We have people like, for instance, we even in our own lives just. Per, like we've made a significant amount of income from a group of people that are helping us compound, you know, taking small amounts of money. And we're like, Hey, we need to create this amount right now for this project or whatever. Like we've got different people helping us mm-hmm. make money very quickly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because they know we're on purpose. They, they, they're in, bought into our mission. Like they're on our team and it's really fun. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're, it's, it's helping us make money faster i don't know if i'm explaining that correctly yeah yeah no we have multiple yeah so we have multiple streams of income we have an amazing team of people of advisors and supporters and you know all that like helping us be better and do more Mm because we're like okay we're on the purpose train right now right right i I love that the purpose train beautiful yeah yeah Yeah. well thank you so much i mean it's been a great chat and i think you know you and i we can just talk on and on because there's so much, so many great ideas and, you know, stories that we can all share. Um, but 
Before we sign off, though, um, tell our audience, you know, what's next for you? I, I know you have a lot of different projects going on. And if people want to reach you to connect with you, where can they find you? So, you know what? Probably the best thing to do is to go to Maria360.com. And so you'll see Maria360.com. Um, and really, you'll see, and we're, we're also in a, a rebranding of Zen Moose, and we have some things coming out. But you can, you'll get a chance to, number one, uh, connect with me. Mm -hmm. um, so if people want to learn more about tiny homes or, uh, you know, how they can create wealth having tiny homes or even in how they can create wealth investing in the tiny home company, um, reach out to me. If, if people are looking for financing resources for their business, if you have an existing business and you're ready to take it to the next level, ha happy to have a conversation about that and I can point them in the right direction. Um, if you'd like to do work with me, uh, we do have a, a mastermind group that's brilliant and that's like we we constantly hold we hold a container for people to innovate and disrupt and we've had amazing transformation in that space so that's by invitation and that requires an interview so happy to talk to people about that and so yeah i think just start there okay <laughs> and uh you'll read you'll be able to connect with us so Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you again. Oh, um, and, and by the way, Yulin, I just want to say, uh, con uh, honestly, Connie at zmcmedia.com. If you can mm -hmm. reach out to Connie at mm -hmm. zmcmedia.com, um, she will uh, help you get connected to me as well. Got it. Got it. So she's the gatekeeper for your calendar. Yes. <laughs> okay. Great. Great. Well, thank you so much again for your time and sharing your words of wisdom. Thank you, my friend. It was yeah. really a pleasure speaking to you. <laughs> okay. Bye now. Thank you for tuning in to the Women and Money Empowerment Show. If you ever have doubt for a moment about yourself, your capability, or your worthiness, please remember to keep coming back to these stories and lean in. Draw the wisdom and strength from these incredible women and know that you also have what it takes to live a fulfilling life. Until next time, have a fabulous day. You have just listened to Tall Radio Podcast. For more podcasts, visit www.touchalife.org.